they killed him. The man smiled and walked away and in a few minutes, a little boy came running up just out of breath and said, Mr. Mr., I forgot to tell you, he didn't stay dead. Today we celebrate truth that Jesus rose from the dead. Easter Sunday reminds us all that Jesus died for sins on Calvary, was buried, did die, but on the morning of the third and glorious day, He arose. And the truth of the resurrection touches our lives every day. But on this day, we dedicate especially thoughts of His resurrection. A group of four-year-old in a Sunday school class, the teacher said, Does anybody know what today is? little girl raised her hand, four years old, said, This is Palm Sunday. That's great, said the teacher. Now, can anyone tell me what next Sunday is? Oh, next Sunday is Easter Sunday. Wow, that's even better. That's good. Now, can anyone tell me what happened, what makes next Sunday Easter? Same little girl raised her hand and said, Well, that's because Jesus rose from the grave. And before the teacher could say anything, she continued, 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 and if he sees his shadow, he'll go back in for seven weeks. Let me this morning go on record and say, Jesus got up from the grave never to return that tomb again. The Bible says He rose and He sits at the right hand of the Father. And guess what He's doing? He's making intercessions for me and for you. What a blessing that is. If you were to go to visit Jerusalem about a block from the old city, you would find a garden tomb. It is believed that Jesus was buried there. More than 250,000 visitors visit this site. However, they don't visit the tomb to pay their respects to one that's dead. They go there because the tomb is empty. People don't go to the tomb to mourn. They go to the tomb to rejoice. They don't go to weep, but they go to worship. A black Baptist church, seven preachers had was lined to preach on Easter Sunday. And when he got all six of them preached on the resurrection, and finally when he got down to the seventh one, everybody wondered, what in the world will he preach? And the old preacher got up and he said, you may be living on Friday, but Sunday's a-coming One deacon yelled, preach, brother, preach. That was all the encouragement he needed. And it was Friday and Mary was crying her eyes out. Disciples were running in every direction like sheep without a shepherd. But that was Friday. Sunday's a-coming. We find today as as we worship this day, with this thought in mind, I want to ask you the question. 
Are you living in Friday? Are you living in Sunday? Some folks still living in Friday. Some folks still born again, washed in the blood. They're saved by the marvelous grace of God. Yet they're still living in Friday. Well, let's take a look at for just a little bit at this scene. First of all, there was those that were grieved by his death. Boy, there were many, many that were devastated by the crucifixion and death of our Lord Jesus. There were many broken hearts on that Friday. One can only imagine the despair that filled those who walked with the Lord and followed Him and knew Him and loved Him. An anonymous poet wrote, O tis the pain severest that human hearts can know to lay what we hold dearest dust in the dust below. The cries and sobs could have been heard all over the town. There's a painting entitled The Return of, from Calvary, and it showed Mary Magdalene and the other women returning, and despondency was written all over their face. Yet, I submit to you that it depicted by the artist in Mary Magdalene's face could have been found on the faces of all the followers. I think of the disciples. They had given up everything. They had laid aside their fishing nets, their fishing businesses. They, they had laid aside their tax business. And they had chose to follow the one they would given their life to. They must have failed all alone in this world. They were confused. They were uncertain about what to do. The one that they had pinned all their hopes on was laid rest in a garden tomb. They just, they just couldn't imagine he who had opened deaf ears and opened blinded eyes. Who had said to Lazarus, come forth, and he did. He who had stopped a funeral possession, and a little boy was brought back. They, they just couldn't understand why in the world he had to die. Then besides all that, can you imagine how fearful they were? After all, they had killed the Savior. They had killed He who said, if you've seen me, you've seen God. Could you imagine how, how afraid and fearful they were when all this took place around them? And oh, if I could have, if I could have that day gone back, I, I believe I would try to have found Matthew. And I said, Matthew, it's Friday, but Sunday's coming. I was said to Mark, Mark, it's Friday, but Sunday's coming. I said to Luke, it's Friday, but Sunday's a coming. I say to John, that beloved disciple who loved the Lord, who was always seemingly laying on his breast and listening to the heartbeat of the Savior, that one that, that was uh, 
seemingly had such a love. I'd say, John, John, it's Friday, but Sunday's the coming. I say to Peter, Peter, oh, you, he's rambunctious and, and, and known to stick his foot in his mouth and spontaneous and, and everything. I'd say, Peter, Peter, it's Friday, but Sunday's the coming. I think of all the other people around that cross. There was a Mary Magdalene whom Jesus had cast out seven demons and saved her from a life of prostitution. Will she ever followed him and loved him? Time and time again, she'd, she'd bowed his feet and just thanked him for, getting, for, for rescuing her life. I can imagine how she felt. Then there's Mary, the mother of Jesus. Could you imagine as she watched? Perhaps her mind run back to that little cave in Bethlehem under a starry night when she gave birth, wrapped him in swaddling clothes because, listen, he was still her baby. He was her God, but he was her baby. You understand that, don't you, mothers? He was her God, but he was her baby. And she watched as they beat him and mutilated his body and nailed him to a cross. Could you imagine how she felt as she took the, as they took the mangled body down and, and wrapped him up? And if I could say to Mary, I'd say, Mary, Mary, it's Friday, but Sunday coming. There were other faithful people that watched their master die. I love those dear precious ladies that anointed his body and got it ready for burial the best they could do. I could hear the crying and see their tears and you could almost feel the pain that's in their heart. Because he whom they love so dearly, may I say we could put our hands on their shoulders. We could say it's Friday, but Sunday's coming. Then there was the ones that were glad he was dead. Not everyone was sad. Not everyone wept. Not everyone was glad that he had died. The chief priests, the Pharisees, and the Sadducees, the religious elite of that day, they had been trying to trip him up from the very beginning. They had been laying in wait just for the opportunity. And that opportunity came when one of his own I mean, one of his own, Judas, came and said, What will you give me? And I will deliver him to you. They said, We'll give you 30 pieces of silver. And they said, We'll gladly pay the price. And that evening in the garden, as a mob walked up, Jesus has been praying. By the Bible says his sweat became his great drops of blood. And as Judas walked up, Jesus calls him friend.
friend. And he betrays him with a kiss. Now I want you to know something here to, this morning. They didn't take Jesus. As a matter of fact, when they tried, he just, they just all fell backwards. Oh no, they didn't take him nowhere. He surrendered his will to their will. As they betrayed him, boy, don't, can you imagine? They was high fives. They were slapping each other on the back. We're going to get him now. We got him. Boy, they, they came and they had those to lie and in that kangaroo court. They condemned him to death. Soldiers were allowed to put a robe on him and they were allowed to take their fist and hit him as hard as they could. Now, now prophesy to us. Now prophesy. See, not everybody was glad. Finally, in Pilate's hall, I see that scene so many times. Pilate feeling that he's in charge when he's really not in charge of anything. Jesus, he looked at Jesus and said, Don't you know what I could do to you? And Jesus said, You don't have any power unless I've given it to you. So he didn't, he come and, and, he, and he washed his hands. He told them, I find no fault, but because of the crowd and because of the mob and, and, and they, they kept on and he tried to wash his hands and I washed my hands of this, this man here and so they crucified him. Not everybody was glad, but well, if I could go back there that day, if I could slip back in the midst of that mob, I'd step up and I'd say, Hey, fellas, it's Friday, but Sunday's coming. It's Friday, but Sunday's coming. Those soldiers that with all the might that they can muster, and they hit the Savior, I tell them, I'd say, Hey, fellas, hey, fellas, hey, remember, it's Friday, but Sunday's coming. Sunday's coming. For the soldiers that with, with glee that stripped him and, and gambled for his, for his garment. And all oh, don't, I, I wish, I don't want to sound graphic and I don't want to be unkind, but, but the artists are, are very gracious. You, you need to be understand something just so you know. Jesus was humiliated. He, he was hung on that cross naked. He was hung on that cross, mutilated and bloody from head to toe, and said with with every lick of the of the, of the scourge. And every time I'd say to the man that drew the scourge, and he, he may have done it with pleasure, I'd say, "Hey, sir! Hey, sir! It's Friday! It's Friday! But Sundays are coming." I would say to Pilate, wash your hands on Friday. But Pilate, Sunday's coming. I would say to the soldiers that scourged him, nailed him to a cross, it's Friday, but Sunday's coming. There were the ones that grieved over his death. There was the ones that glad 
for his death. But then there was another crowd. You don't see them, but they're there. There's the ones that gloating over his death. We don't hear him speak. He's silent, but he is present and knows what's happening. For you see, Satan was behind everything that happened. It was Satan who energized the mob, shouting, Crucify him! Crucify him! It was Satan who stirred the religious crowd to plant thoughts, have him removed. It was Satan who filled Judas' mind with the lies. It was Judas who filled Judas' mind with betrayal. It was Satan who filled the minds of the false prophets to witness the betrayal. Oh, we, we don't see him. But all you can be sure, he was there. He was there. From the time it was announced in the garden, when God said, your seed will be an enmity with your seed. From that time on, from the time in the garden, Satan had one objective. It was Satan. It was Satan who whispered in the ears of Pharaoh, you need to kill every little baby boy. Not that he wanted all the baby boys dead, he just wanted that one dead. It was Satan in the wilderness that did everything he could, his power to get the Lord Jesus to sell out, disqualify himself. On another occasion, he arrived up a crowd in the synagogue, and he whispered to the crowd, throw him over the cliff. But instead, Jesus passed through the midst of them. See, like a lion waiting to devour his prey and attack, Satan was there. Could you imagine the kingdom of darkness as Jesus on the cross began those seven immortal sayings But perhaps the greatest one was when he said, It is finished. And bowed his head and dismissed his spirit. Oh, don't kid yourself. They didn't take his life. He gave his life. Surrendered his spirit. Woo! Glory! We won! We won! We won! Satan must have said, could you imagine the rejoicing that went on in hell? I mean, no doubt. Could you imagine how excited they were? Well, we've been trying. We've been trying. We worked and we worked. We, we finally got him. He's dead. He's dead. He's dead. Satan He's thrilled. He's strutting around. Oh, don't miss his death. Has never been more proud. See, death said, Oh, there's a couple times Jesus come by 
He raised up Lazarus. But don't you feel bad. Later on, I got Lazarus again. He died. That little boy at Nain that he raised from the dead. Yeah, for a little while, Satan got, got, uh, Jesus got a victory. Uh, he won a little battle, but death said, oh, a little bit later, I, I rest in and I came back. And death said, I have a perfect record. I've never lost a one. And now, and now, I've got him. Now, I've got him. He's, he's mine. As no one, no one ever pried my icy hands from their, their life. I got him now. I got him. And Satan said, hold him. Hold him firm. Corruption steps up on the scene. Death said, okay. Corruption, get busy. Get busy. Get busy. And corruption says, well, I got a hundred different formula up. What, what, what I've always, what's, what's worked for millions and millions and millions of people it, it, it just ain't working on him. For some reason or another, I can't get him to corrupt. I can't get him to... I, I, you, 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 I'm going to mess something up. I don't think Jesus ever started his thinking. Amen. I, I don't think he ever started the smell of death. I, and they tried him. He tried now all the time, Satan sat proudly upon the throne, gloating over what had occurred. But oh, if I could have gone back to that time, and in the midst of dancing demons, I would have said, Satan, it's Friday, but Sunday's coming. I would say to those grieved by death, it's Friday. But Sundays are coming. I would say to those that are hurting, those that are broken, those that are so, so, so despondent, hey, it's Friday, but Sundays are coming. Go with me for just a, just a few minutes. Let's go on a little trip together. Let's go to that garden tomb. Let's go and start early before the sun rises. We want to get a good seed. and We want everybody to have a clear view of the tomb. I hear the birds singing. The morning carols. The sun just began to shoot its silver arrows through the gates of the eastern skies. I see the soldiers standing guard. I see at the distance the ladies as they're wandering down a weary path. Their face tell the story. Perhaps you can hear them from a distance say, how are we going to get the stone rolled? How are we going to get in? I wonder, me and you both can't roll the stone away. To get a little closer, I see their eyes are swollen from crying, me tears, pains written all over their face. 
They got stuff in their hands. It looks like you got a bottle of ointment. Oh, I, I know what that is. It's spices. It's alabaster to anoint the body. They got a roll of linen with them. Did you feel that? Did you feel that? It's just like the whole earth shook. What was that? So the ladies pick up their pace just a little bit. To their amazement, there's two angels there. One is at the door and he's moved the stone. And one is standing where Jesus used to be. And they say, Why seek ye the living among the dead? Why are you here? Why are you seeking the living among the dead? And now he was dead, no doubt about it. But they said, Come and and look where he lay. And if you've got any doubts about it, look what the memorials he's left to tell us. He's not there. He left the spices. See, spices was the smell of death. When that woman anointed Jesus uh, before his death with that spigot and, and alabaster, the room filled the, the smell of it. And, and everybody knew and everybody understood that was the smell of death. But he left it there. He won't no longer need. Perhaps he left our smelling like those of Sharon or Lydia Valley, but he didn't smell like death. He left his garments there. He left not only the costly spices, but he left the, the clothes there. He would no longer need those death clothes. Oh, don't you, don't miss this. He died, that's true, he died. But may I say he lives, he lives forevermore. Amen. He, he, he left something else. And I thought about you, Miss Peggy, the other day, and boy, I, I, I hope it blesses you, it blesses me. He left celestial angels there. I never read where he recalled them. Why did he leave them there? So for all the saints that die, they've got a personal escort to the glory land. Amen. I believe he left them there to remind us. He, he left there a clear open door. A clear open door for us to get in. See, he's risen. Well, what today is this? It's Sunday. Sunday's here. Behold, I am he that liveth and was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. Have the keys of death, of hell and of death to die no more. It's Friday. Jesus was nailed on a cross, but Sunday's come. It's Friday. Mary's crying her eyes out because her son is dead, but Sunday's come. It's Friday the disciples are running in every direction like sheep without a shepherd, but Sunday's come. It's Friday, Pod's strutting around washing his hands because he thinks he's got all the power and all the victory, but Sunday's come. 
It's Friday, but people are saying as things have been, so shall they always be. But listen, but Sunday's come. It's Friday, the temple, they'll rip from top to bottom. They'll shoot, the rocks split, the tombs open. The centurion's screaming in fear. Truly, this was the Son of God, because Sunday came for everyone. Sunday. Now here, if you're lost, and you know not Christ, there's a clear, open door for you. Muslims have a dead God. Mohammed died, he's still dead. Buddhist, their God died, and he's still dead. Someone said, well, what makes Christianity different? I'll tell you what makes Christianity different. Because all the others, their God is dead, but ours is living. And because it's Sunday, the angels shouted, what could you imagine? The party in hell turned to mourning. Could you imagine... How that Satan said, Death, what happened? What happened? Give an account. Death said, I, I don't know what happened. I can only tell you that life got a hold of me, slung me over in the corner, and he got up. I, 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 corruption said, I just couldn't get him. So realizing the demons run in great fear and so they come. The Bible says the demons believe and tremble. You know why? Because Sunday came. Now listen here. If you're lost, that's the reason you ought to be saved. That's the reason you ought to be saved. If you're not saved, your day's going to come. If you're lost... You'll be eternally lost. But today, Jesus died, was buried, and rose again for just a purpose to give you and me life. And life eternal. But then, I saw something else here. Dear Christian, Born again, believe you, you can, this morning, you can take me to a place in the time when you ask Christ to come in your heart and save you. Can I ask you, why are you still living in Friday? Why are you still discouraged, depressed? Why, why, why are you still living in Friday? Why, why are you still defeated? Because you're living in Friday. You're living in Friday. Oh, we say we believe He rose, but do you really? Because you live in Friday, we live defeated. Christians walk around like the like they lost their best friend, got their chin in their shorts. Had no joy, no, no, no excitement. You know why? Because they're still living in Friday. 
and Sunday's come, and Sunday's come. God said, won't you just recognize, won't you slide over here? Won't you slide over here and get in on Sunday? Won't you slide in here and realize that because He lives, you live? Why don't we realize we live in a victory, not to a victory? The victory's already been won. I trusted Him by Lord and Savior. And because I've trusted Him, I, I can't be defeated. I, all the devil can do is kill me. But then again, the Bible says to be absent from the bodies, to be present with the Lord. I, I want you to know He answers my prayers. I, I want you to know He's joy in the midnight. He's a song in the prison cell in the midnight hour as Paul and Silas. He is exactly what you need. All you've got to do is get out of Friday. And get over into Sunday. Some of you need to move from Friday to Sunday. All the followers of Jesus said when he arose, Oh, yes! All the religious leaders that day said, Oh, no! And all saint could say is, Oh, me! What does a resurrection, what does this day mean to you? What does this day mean to you? He's living. He's a live Savior. Does you live in your heart? Or do you live in Friday? I don't belittle a Friday. Oh, it was a sad day. It, it was a discouraging day. It was a black day. It was a hard day. But oh my goodness, three days later, it came to an end because Sunday came. Because Sunday came. It all starts with Jesus. With Jesus. Where are you at this morning? Are you saved? Are you saved? Do you know that you're saved? Dear Christian, where are you living? Friday? Sunday. Let's all stand to our feet. Every head bowed, never eye closed.